What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rowe Show. At time of recording, it is 2.51 p.m. on Friday, March 16th, 2018, and this is not the Weekly Scorch. This is our first non-Weekly Scorch podcast in some time. Sitting across the kitchen table from me at my house in Roslindale is my good friend and co-worker, Connor Cop. Connor, say hi to the people. Yo, what's up? I'm not going to be as animated as AJ because I am half asleep. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm also half asleep, but when, as soon as we press record, I spring to life like I'm in Beauty and the Beast or something. Yeah, oh, uh, and totally we, different people. Then. It's true. It's true. And... We are going to talk about music today. We are going to talk about uh, uh, sort of a, a, a wide range of genres of music and what ties them all together because why not? It's it, it's my podcast. Shut up. And, <laughs> and also, I wanted to start out with a very simple thing that we do on this podcast, Connor, and that is how was your day? Uh, my day was fine. Uh, my boss's day was not great. Your boss's day was not great because he had a hernia? Yeah. So, so he, um, <laughs> he was fine. Uh, to Wednesday. He was fine earlier this week. And then he called me super late at night and was like, so, like, I can't come into work tomorrow, so we're not really going to actually do any work. Uh, you just have to go do some organizing things. And I was like, okay. And so I came in today, and he was like, so I had surgery, so I can't lift anything or really do work, so I'm here so to So you do run. everything. It would, like, I'm it here would to just, watch you work. Which I is think, fine. Like, like, I what mean, else I is he do, supposed to do? Yeah, I do go there to work. It was just, He was in a lot of pain all day, so it was like... I had kind of a frantic late morning, early afternoon, running around the city, delivering sausage. And yet, mm. and yet you are here pretty much exactly when you said you'd be at 2 o'clock. And also my buddy Elliot who said he would be here by two at the latest <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, that was is, is now is, is now gonna be here around 3.30 so shout out to Elliot Bruce friend of the pod who is always fashionably late this is a time where you can be fashionably late when you're gonna watch hours and hours of March Madness and also shout out to Connor for having a Q's sweater on and as they continue to embarrass the nation by being in the tournament they should I'm a huge Q's fan they should not have been in the tournament this nope. year and I'm amazed that they won and still are in it. It's yeah, amazing. They, uh, and uh, you've also got a Lamb of God uh, hat on, keeping yeah. the ears warm, which is nice. Yeah, so the la- also it is not a religious hat. As some <laughs> people have asked me before. It is a death metal band called Lamb of God, ironically. <laughs> amazing that people ask you whether that's a religious hat. Yeah, well, these are people who don't know me. Yeah, Lamb <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, it's our cult, Lamb of God. It's, I, I don't even, I don't even know what that would, I don't even know what that would be like. So, yes. Connor, do you want to give the people? I know, and for the record, this is the second time Connor and I have tried to record this podcast. Oh, how the was first, your day, though? Oh, thank you. My day was good. I did something last night. I came home and decided, you know what? I have not uh, put myself through the ringer enough today by working at Lansdowne <laughs> Pub. I need to drink a little bit of whiskey by myself, which is, I uh, don't worry, I'm fine. Like, I, I am not, it is not, usually that's a troubling sign when someone drinks alone. No, it's fine. I'm fine. Security just, habits. Yeah, and it's, this is, this is just the other bouncers at Lansdowne Pub washing off on me, uh, uh, in, <laughs> yeah, probably. For, for, for better and for worse. Yes. And I just had a headache when I woke up this morning, but that's fine. And now there's going to be this podcast, which I was looking forward to, and March Madness, which I have been looking forward to, and is my favorite sporting event in the world, and the first four days, of which we are in the middle is my favorite four days of the calendar year. It's also St. Paddy's Day weekend, which means our place of, uh, of our occupation, uh, Lansdowne Pub, is going to be absolutely 
swamped this entire weekend. Yes. Just awash in Guinness and Jameson. Luckily, and I get to dodge most of it because I'm going to see Nightwish tomorrow night. Yes! So I do not have to work tomorrow. And for the people who don't know what the heck Nightwish is, so they're and a... they think that's a religious organization, <laughs> or I don't even know. I had sick. It could or, be. or like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. Well, I yeah, play that, Nightwish! That... <laughs> I, I don't that know. That would be great. <laughs> Nightwish, but with a K, yeah. like Nightwish. Anyway. Yes. Um, but they're a symphonic metal band from Finland, and they only rarely tour the United States. I've been listening to them for a very long time. They're a huge fan, and last time they toured, they only made it to New York, and <laughs> it was finals week. So I could not go. Damn it. Um, but this that, time around. This time around, it is not finals week. And they are in Worcester, which is close enough for me to drive. So I'm going to that. Amazing. Yeah. I hope you have a ball. That will be a ton of fun. Yeah. Symphonic metal, all the stuff you show me, whether it's Death Wish or whomever, has been... Death. Darn it. Nightwish. Darn yeah. it. <laughs> I sound like such a Fairweather fan. Well, it's because I am. But like, yeah, I... It's, it's fine. And... All the stuff you've shown me of symphonic metal has been really entertaining, and yeah. I feel like uh, I always am instantly reminded of uh, it's like a video game soundtrack for some very like actiony video game. Absolutely, and there, like there's actually a couple of bands that have done like video game tribute songs and stuff. Amazing, like that, which is awesome. Like, Do you want to give the the podcast people a little bit of your musical backgrounds? Oh sure, yeah. So. Um, I've said before, but uh, so I started off as a fan of uh, classic rock, and uh, growing up, so like everyone else was kind of listening to like pop music, and whatever's stuff. on the radio. Yeah, and I listened to one hundred point seven instead of Kiss one hundred and eight. Right. Um, and so that that's kind of where I listened to growing up, and then as I got older, I wanted stuff that was more high energy. And I started listening to a little bit more like heavy metal. Classic like, rock was your gateway drug. Absolutely. And then, and then you moved on to heavier things. Yeah, which is how it always happens with people in heavy metal. Like, yeah. Um, and a lot of people uh, who get to, like, I say where I am, like, who are now death metal fans, forget that phase. So, like, we'll be, like, making fun of them. Like, I can't believe you don't like this. It's art. Like, how can you not get the art? It's like, when we first listened to death metal, we right. went, what the fuck is this? Right. We didn't go from listening to, like, you know, fucking it, it, Van Halen to Cannibal Corpse. That's not right. how you no, go. No, that is not how you go. And if anyone I can only imagine that, what Cannibal amazing. Corpse sounds like. <laughs> but that's a pretty... That's a, right, right, exactly. It's, it, it'd, be like, it'd be like someone watching cartoons as in, like, an eight-year-old. You're watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And you're watching Pokemon and you're watching whatever. And then it's like, here's... Uh, uh, there will be blood. You yeah, know, right? exactly. <laughs> or, or like showing an eight-year-old Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you can't. So people falsely kind of think that like everyone, metalheads perpetuate this too. Like, it's I'm, a gradual process. Yeah, and it like it's the same thing like with rap. I I think I'm not a to- totally sure. About no, definitely. But, like most people listen to like the more mainstream stuff, in, in, like Jay Z or Eminem. You know, that's the that there's more elements of pop in yeah, all those music and all that music. It's relatively palatable. People didn't start off listening to like, you know, I'm trying to think that uh, N.W.A. even right or which uh, is pretty aggressive Death Grips now or uh, yeah. Run the Jewels or some of the heavier uh, hip hop that comes out now. Yeah, more aggressive stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and so like that's fine like everyone 
not everyone who listens to metal likes death metal gets that far not everyone who listens to hip-hop likes every bit of hip-hop like mm-hmm. you know it's fine so i started off on that and now recently um since i went to college uh and you know kind of listen to more stuff just because i was forced to um i i've been listening to a lot more hip-hop i wouldn't say i'm a fan of hip-hop um in that like I will put hip hop on in the background at all times, but like I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can appreciate it, and you it, know, it seems to pique your interest, which is which I don't think can be said about uh, a lot of musical fans, yeah, and, uh, uh, who are who are huge, not necessarily huge metalheads, but just huge uh, diehards of a specific genre of music. And yeah, I wanted to ask you about because one of the reasons we wanted to have this podcast was just sort of about musically branching out and I, I I wonder what your opinion of this I, I certainly have my opinion about this about people who really do just listen to mostly one genre of music and why they don't uh, try and get out of their comfort zone their audio comfort zone more often well they don't hear the influences they like, don't hear they, the influences yeah which I, I think that's a big part of it so like I, I mean if you want to think of music as like trees western music generally comes from two places uh, the African spirituals, the right. slave songs, you know, from that comes blues, soul, hip hop, whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, classical music, right? From which comes heavy metal, uh, kind of sort of jazz. It's a, that's in the middle, like that is in the middle. <laughs> um, stuff like um, movie scores, that yep. kind of stuff. You, you know, all comes out of that very clearly. And then there's branches in the middle where it's kind of hard, where it's like, well, which one did it come from? Like rock and roll. Like or, or, or just pop in general, like yeah, that... exactly. Especially nowadays, yeah, because definitely back, you know, probably in like the fifties, it was more mm-hmm. um, towards the Rock uh, side. white side of yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, from the roots, certainly more right. European, and yeah. that now it's kind of more in the middle or towards the spiritual side. Not that it's in any way related to those, but it, it has more of the influence of it. So, like someone who only listens to, uh, like, let's say, hip hop. Like, especially if you listen to, like, anything that Dre spins, especially, like, back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's influences from all over the place. so many different yeah. stuff. And so, so you, like, you're not really... And even the artists, like, like um, I don't like... I'm not a fan of him, but Little Uzi Vert's a big fan of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so the even the artists branch out. And that's actually kind of why... Uh, yeah, they, they asked Little Yachty during an interview what some of his biggest influences are, and he said Coldplay was one of his biggest influences. Which is I, just... I like kind of hear it in his beats. I, I A, just think that's funny. Yes, and, it is funny. And, and B, I also, as as friend of the pod, Joe Russo, who may come on at some point, he is a maybe the biggest Coldplay fan I know. And yeah, he's pretty... Which, yeah. is, which is just... I just really want him to go on a huge, like, screw all the haters rant about Coldplay. I would love to he- have I'm that also, encapsulated. I'm also a big Coldplay fan. So I, 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 will I'm, I will totally back them up. I went and saw them live. But just their first four albums. And then after that, it all... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I will I will definitely back you up on that. You know, but like... So one of the things it, that's always interesting for me, like you said, like branching out, mm-hmm. is arrangements and the instrumentals. And uh, people from the hip-hop side of the world... Um, or the electronica side, call that the beat. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not made on a beat pad, and it's something that drives me out of my mind 
when people are talking about rock. A beat though. when it's like, even though it's instruments playing? Yeah. When they it, call it a beat? <laughs> yeah, it just irritates me. I There's, love the beat of this Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, it's it just, is. it's fantastic. Like, are you talking about the drums? Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it drives me nuts, sidebar. But like, that kind of style like really piques my interest because you can do so much to get your message across without using lyrics. Absolutely. That way. And so like, like I get really interested with uh, guys like uh, J. Cole or Kendrick um, to degree Childish Gambino does it who kind of use the beat as well as their mm-hmm. voice to convey the message. I always think about Kurt Cobain's uh, quote, music is first and lyrics come second, is what it, he said. And that's, Absolutely. It's, right. And judging by most of Nirvana's lyrics, that is definitely the case. Yeah. Yeah. There are certainly some that are pretty good. And a lot of the heavier side of things uh, tends, tends to go that way. Or the, there's also the philosophy, especially in extreme metal, where the voice is another instrument. Mm-hmm. It, whereas... Um, Especially with rap, it's a lyric delivery system. And, yes. And in um, metal, especially like death metal, black metal, which is a world unto itself. <laughs> um, and to a certain degree, thrash, it's another instrument. Where you, where you don't necessarily understand them to know what they're saying with the lyrics, but you get the feel of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it you know blends better with the music. I, I think that uh, people who sort of limit themselves to, to one genre of music are, are, are only doing the damage to themselves, like you said, because sure. if, if, if they enjoy music with that has influences from uh, you know other branches or other trees entirely, yeah. then why not just sort of pull that thread and see where it goes? And I was wondering if you think that if, if, <clears throat> if Spotify and some of the ways in which we listen to music uh, either keep us Isolated in our own taste of music, or if they help us branch out, like or uh, or or is it somewhere in the middle? Where, like where I think a- Apple Music and st- streaming services, and whether so some yeah. people still use iTunes and just have their music on their phone. Which I, so I use kind of all of them, um, and uh, I think I think it depends on what you're using. Like Pandora actually kind of helps you like branch out a little bit and discover new stuff in there because it's like this is the you know where it will say this is the influence that this is taken mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Um, so the, that I think it, like you stay in your bubble but you're at the edge of it you, you can go to the edge of it or you can push a little bit past it mm-hmm. uh, stuff like Spotify or um, YouTube where you're going from a playlist uh, that doesn't brand there's a curator or right. whether it's an algorithm or a person you, you, you know, you're not going further than what's on that playlist. You can look at everything on there and say, okay, this is this. Um, and then iTunes, uh, I mean, I do use it. I have an iTouch, uh, not with me, but um, at home for because I have a whole shitload of music that sometimes yes. I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that that's good and bad, but, like, it, it all depends on the person. Because like, like, no one listens to radio nowadays. And even when you do now, it only plays top forty because that's the only way they can get any playtime. Mm-hmm. So, like, or or, the, or they're just uh, cranking up the nostalgia machine, and uh, you're listening to a station like ninety six nine, which mixes like all these these certain couple dozen throwbacks yeah. that have like even people at you know at Lansdowne they'll play "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Wendy Houston, and people lose their minds. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, certain, that's a good point. There are just certain songs over the court, like pop songs, and then pop hip-hop songs that uh, uh, are still in the consciousness for whatever reason because they've 
become part of the nostalgia machine. Nostalgia just uh, uh, is overwhelming. That's why Bruno Mars made uh, finesse, right? Which just sounds like. Uh, well, finesse uh, is great too. No, no, no. Like, it's yeah. It's fantastic. I'm saying that's just. Yeah, it is why he did it, but I think right. that that's the better form of the nostalgia machine. I agree with you. Where it still puts out something new. I think the nostalgia machine in general is um, a handicap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a big thing in the gaming industry that Tom yep. Nintendo makes all of its money. We're, we're in lockstep about this. Yeah, and, like, I... I, I mean, it, like, I'm still guilty of it, too. Like, yeah, like, i I always go out and buy old albums. And, you know, I'll frequently put on Bruce Springsteen... Born in the USA, which is fucking older than I am by several decades. Like, like you know, so like I, I play it, but I, I don't like I'm not constantly being like everyone needs to listen to this song or whatever. I'm also listening to new stuff that comes out. So like, nostalgia is good, but the nostalgia to... machine that is the industry, like, like where they just keep putting out the same stuff. That's bad. You were all a '90s kids. Buy these. Buy a Furby this weekend. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what, like, Here's '90s pop punk for the rest of fucking ever. Yeah. yeah. '99 red balloons go by. <laughs> Christ, I've heard that song so many times. Though it's not as bad as uh, all the small things. Yeah, yeah, we have heard that a lot. We've heard a lot of those songs uh, uh, have lost some of their luster. Oh, like if yeah, you, when you hear "Semi Charm Life," the five yeah. hundredth time, which is a bummer because those are good pop songs. But like some pop songs have staying power and some don't. Yeah, Connor's yeah. Connor's favorite, of course, is "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Which <laughs> we're kidding, we're kidding yeah, about that. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I, I have ranted to AJ several times, and I've stopped bringing it up at work. And I'm well, just, actually, luckily, we haven't heard it as much because I've stopped talking. About it at work. <laughs> Every time I mention it at work, how bad it is, it will be played three times that night. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't say his name. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, it's the Scottish. Play. It's the <laughs> <laughs> and. What what do you think uh, is the way? Because it's all I like to say. It's sort of, sort of sort of a common turn of phrase now that there's no such thing as subculture. Everything's a subculture, so therefore nothing is right. That we all have our our niches in, uh, particularly in music. That there's sort of a a. A successful spot for anybody of any genre of music. There's just only there's just uh, fewer and fewer spots in the in the the actual mainstream consciousness. There are only so many Bruno Marses and Drakes and oh, okay, now I see where like you're like like yeah. like everybody has a uh, sort of the basement is higher. Yeah, but there are fewer people in, in the penthouse. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Way fewer people in the penthouse. Okay, I get what you're saying because at first you're saying there's no subculture and that's. Especially music, demonstrably false. But right. then, but then when you're saying everyone has a subculture, okay, I get what you're saying. And like, yeah, I definitely say that that is um, a thing. Like you said, everyone can get into the game. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my friends in Vesapulture just uh, streamed their album. It's on Facebook uh, through uh, was it Ghost Cult magazine. They just uh, leaked or streamed it early. The album release is on Sunday, so the 18th. For people listening, mm-hmm. um, so I think by the time this is out, it may, it, it may it be, will be out. Yeah, um, it's called Omen. So check that out if you like. Uh, one of the uh, I, I'm going to play some uh, songs later. If you like the songs that are not the hip hop ones, you might want to check them out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, like I said, everyone can get into the game. Uh, not everyone can win the game. No. And uh, like you said, there, there's limited spots for people like Drake who does not deserve it. Ah, <laughs> oh, we might that, that we may have to have a whole pod about Drake because he's fascinated to me and I enjoy. He's a lot. fascinating. I just really don't like him. Oh, I love it. I um, love. I love. I love that you don't like him. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is not going to change. <laughs> um, Bruno Mars. Uh, you called him a while back at work. Uh, this generation's Michael Jackson. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, I mean, 100%. like, I mean, in terms of just just making pop music that uh, uh, people of every creed and color can get down to. Uh, yeah, and he, it, he's and he takes he takes things from everybody. Yes, like he has, finesse is like a '90s funk song. Yeah, it's a it's he he Bruno Marsifies. Uh, yeah. sort of hip hop era, like circa nineteen ninety, like Belle Bib DeVoe, Poison, yeah. uh, uh, era hip hop, and just the same way, Treasure, at, like Locked Out of Heaven, is he him Bruno Marsing the Police, and oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Treasure, and some of the 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 funkier songs are him Bruno Marsifying like disco. I'd say Stevie slash Wonder. Stevie Wonder slash Tre- Earth Treasure Wind and Fire. Like, yeah, that, that's better actually. Uh, uh and. It's 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 all fine if you're if he's arranging these he's he's clearly arranging these songs and uh, uh, singing them very well so I have no qualms with any of that there's no it doesn't seem like plagiarism it seems like his twist on something that was good yeah he definitely goes far enough where I wouldn't call it ripping it off yeah um, but but you, you know he. He he takes things from every from different eras and different genres and like I said like I, I think that's good we we said earlier finesse was a great song um, I'm gonna I'm still gonna like bob my head up and down to Uptown Funk the fifteen hundredth time I've heard it that's one of the if greatest I, bass lines of all time right and like for, for the fact that uh, it's gonna be played at every like uh, wedding or really every function. Like, that our generation goes to yeah for the for, rest for of the ever. rest of our lives and <laughs> yeah. that's just. There are only a handful of those songs. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, and there's only a handful of those artists. There you go. Yeah, and, and you know you're right. Like you were, like we were saying, that only a few people can win the game, but everyone can get into the game. Mm-hmm. And the the good thing about music is is that so it's always been like that um, to a certain extent. And like you said, the basement is higher now, mm-hmm. and more people can get into it. The cost to get in is a lot lower. Mm-hmm. The commitment level to be able to. You know, just keep doing it. And everybody's got a platform in this era of the internet where you can get, yeah, you can push whatever you create out there. Exactly, yeah. And whereas um, the the like let's call it the penthouse, the people at the top, uh, it's a moving target. What genre that is? Like a couple of years ago, it was country. Um, you know, back in the '90s, it was grunge. In the '80s, it was heavy metal. Now it's hip hop. And I'm not going to say rap because it's hip hop. It, it's true. It's true. Um, so, so it's a, it's a moving target. So, like, you, you know, someone who's not in that uh, subculture now that's on top might be in five years. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I I think that uh, uh, it's a fascinating place that that we're at. Where you know, 15 years ago, a song like "Bad and Bougie" would have just had its people who loved it in you yeah. know they're they're they're. Atlanta through and through and pe- people in that uh, geographical area of the country would have loved it and it would have been sort of a modest third tier hit 
And yeah. in 2016, or last year, 2017, it was, 2017, it, was yeah. 2017, it went number one in the country and became sort of... You know, once 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 all the basic white people are like saying raindrop and drop top, it sort of loses right. a little bit. You know what I mean? That that happens when something just yeah. shoots its way and like becomes part of the ether. It's a weird process. To, to that be it fair, goes. I don't think the Migos care. They're still making money off. Oh, I don't. I don't <laughs> think they care. Not to mention, it's not nearly their best song. So they have they have much better songs than Bad and Bougie. Uh, but uh, sure, wait, sure. sure. <laughs> their style of rapping, I'm I'm not a fan of. Um, it, it could, Are you a fan of Snoop Dogg? The clip of Snoop Dogg making fun of it. Have you ever heard it? Yes, uh, <laughs> I love that clip. It's it's the ad lib thing. I, like I. I just don't get it. Yeah, I suppose there. Not that there's much to get. I really, really enjoy it. In I think that uh, like a lot fun. of the trap hip hop is incredibly fun in like two contexts. Yeah, and that's that. Like I'm not going to put on Migos while I'm folding laundry. But yeah. but. That's fine. I feel. I, I feel like uh, music is highly contextual anyway. Yeah, like, like when I say I don't like the Migos, I don't dislike them. It like I don't. Right. Like, like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, if I'm out drinking at a bar and um, Bad and Bougie comes on, yeah. Right. It's yeah, great. Yeah. 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 You, you yeah. put your shoulders and arms up and down. And yeah, like, it's yeah. great. If I'm doing literally anything, else, <laughs> I, I'm just like, okay, this song That's is a pass. It's yeah. like. Okay, it's playing now. Right. And I go yeah. about doing whatever. Right. And, like, it's really the ad lib thing that I'm not really sure I get. And, <laughs> like, like, on a record, I don't get it. Like, like live, like, totally different story. Okay. Because, like, there's so many bands throughout history who will, like, you know, change up their vocal performance or whatever uh, live. Where it's a, it's a different song and they'll do stuff like that, you know, to make it you know, more in context to wherever they're playing or politically or whatever, that's fine. On the record, I, I'm just like, it, it sounds like there's someone at the back of the studio going, yeah, tell them! But that's, but that's, that's amazing and awesome to me. And like, and hilarious, more importantly, hilarious. Their song, yeah. their song T-Shirt. T-Shirt is hilarious. That is a comedy song that is not a real and it, song. And it's, it's, it's like, mama told me, hey, not to sell work, mama! I yell mama as loud as I, it's like, that's my favorite part of that entire song. Um, <laughs> in any case, I wanted you, us to get into a couple of the songs that you wanted to yeah. sh- show the peeps and tell them about. And uh, uh, this is going to be the highly technical part of the podcast where Connor pulls up a song on YouTube on his phone, holds the speaker end of the phone close to our little blue snowball hold microphone. Up, hold up, hold up. Uh, are we listening to that? Was the background of a YouTube advertisement yeah. because this podcast spares no expense. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely none. So what is the first first song you're going to so show So it's going to be a Public School by Tech 9 which um, I actually kind of relate to. I went to a public school. It wasn't as bad as what he's talking about. I went to Boston Latin, so it's like kind of sort of a public school. Mm-hmm. But like it, we had a lot of the elements, and, uh, and I, I kind of relate to the song, and this is also more what we were talking about where there's influences from different areas. It's very much a hip-hop song. And that's one of the reasons why we're going to have you show three songs across three different genres, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. Though I'm kind of stretching it with the second one. No, I enjoy it. I, I you know, we did. We if we have to stretch it, that's fine. Public School by Tech Nine and Tech Nine. Do you know where Tech Nine is from? If you don't, that's fine. I thought it was Atlanta. <laughs> I I don't know because I do not know where Tech Nine is from. Uh, and I I do enjoy knowing where musical artists are from. Uh, you know, I, I'm reasonably certain he's from the southeast. I'm not certain of that. Yeah, there and there are only certain parts of the world where I can tell the difference. Like, 
being like, ah, oh, the Beatles are from Liverpool. It's like, okay, I don't know what people from, you know, Barking and Dagnum sounded like at, at, at that time. Absolutely. Different well, parts well, of there are certain, um, I can do it by, con- so there are certain, like, big scenes that, yeah. that we yes. can all from. So, so, like, like the L.A. rap scene. Uh-huh. We all know that scene. Right. Like, um, the Midwest rappers. Uh-huh. Chance. Eminem. Oh, yeah, the Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Chicago and, and Detroit are kind yep. of similar style. Those guys we can tell. We can tell uh, the Boston classic rock. Like yeah. Aerosmith, Aerosmith and Boston. Yeah. Like, they, they have some similar elements. Like, like, you can tell some of the scenes. Shout out to Boston. Yes. <laughs> but it has, to, it has to hit this level of, like... Four or five people from the, the, Seat- same- the Seattle grunge scene. Exactly. Right. Four or five people making it within like five to ten years. The Atlanta rap scene now uh, with Gucci That's- and the Migos. And- oh, Gucci's from Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, T.I.'s from East Atlanta, too. Santa. Yeah, there you go. ATL, um, man. Yeah. Outcast. And so this is... I'm going to play this and I hope, I hope it comes up right. Uh, let's see. Funk English There you go. Anytime you can hear the word congruently in a rap song. Yeah, he's got some serious... Um, like, not vocab skills. Yeah, it sounds stupid. I'm making it sound. Making it right. Sound. But uh, he's got some really good lyrical skills. And uh, what I like about that is he, he literally nods to rock music. Where he, and, 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 and you can in literally the same in the same line. line. Yeah. And uh, you could hear the rock that that there was just like you know the guitars wailing as he's as he's doing that. Yeah, it becomes vocals. a heavy thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you can hear the influences. Yeah, which I, I really like that about him. And uh, he actually did a song. He did a he did a cover of LL Cool J's "Mama Said Knock You Out" with Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, fantastic! And it's like, don't it, call it a comeback, man. It's what that song should have been. Honestly, I really enjoy no, no, no. LL Cool J's "Mama Said Knock You Out." I love LL Cool J's version. Well, like. It was a good update. Okay. okay. Hey, hey. And then um, other thing about Tech Nine is, like I said, like I can, I can relate to it. Uh, I think a lot of people who went to public school, like, kind of know, they're like, yeah, why? Like, I didn't have to take woodshop, but I had to take other stupid shit classes. Fuck English lit is a hysterical line. <laughs> yeah, chiefing in the locker room. Fuck English lit. Yeah, and I knew people who did that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also fuck English lit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't want to read The Great Gatsby. <laughs> no, it, what it was was um, it was a Great Expectations. It is uh, one of the worst written stories I have ever read, and it is not Charles Dickens's fault. That is its own podcast. <laughs> or Absolutely, just, the, the, the fuck English lit podcast. Yeah, but uh, um, what? It, what? Yes. Yeah, so, so the beat of that too, it has kind of like the, and that's more of a beat. Like there are guitars in it. But like in the back, like you can tell the drums were on a beat pad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the electronics are on a beat pad. So that's what I would still call a beat to an extent. Um, but it, it does mix in the rock stuff, mm-hmm. which I like, and I like that he nods to it, and he he talks about the two cultures, like he's playing rock music. Yeah, but he's, he's smashing them together, right? Pac on my poster. Yeah, exactly. 
So he, he's really making everything work together. And a lot, some of his other songs kind of have that theme too. And he has a he has a really funny way of going about things, which he can do because he, he's an independent rapper. Mm-hmm. The number one independent rapper in the world, as he always says. He always says. Um, so he, he can do weird stuff like that. So what is what is the second song you wanted to show us? It's Wasted Years by Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. This, this is going under classic rock. Shout and out that to is a stretch. Shout out to yeah, no, it is, it is, and like Iron Maiden. Shout out to Bruce Dickinson who flies their plane and uh, right flight six six six, and uh, to their mascot Eddie. Yes, and I I don't know anything else about Iron Maiden. I think so. That's apparently, all my favorite fun fact about Iron Maiden is the way Bruce Dickinson conditions for the stage shows. Conditions? Yeah. What does he do? <laughs> He roller skates around wherever they're staying while singing at the top of his lungs. That is a that is one extreme way to condition. So if there's a random skinny Englishman rollerblading down your block, singing really high pitched, Iron Man's in town. See if you can get tickets. <laughs> yeah. Which supposedly Beyonce can do the same thing. She runs around. She runs like a mile. It it it, it, may, it makes sense because yeah. if you can do it, then you can certainly do it standing still. Yeah, especially when you have those. Well, Beyonce has the whole, and Bruce doesn't stand still. Obviously. No, they have the huge stage shows, so they're running back and forth and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're not constantly moving, but it's pretty fucking close. Iron Maiden, famous for their hits, number the Beast and Run to the Hills and the Trooper, and uh, Wasted Years is actually probably a second tier. Yeah, Iron which, is why, head, I, right? which yeah. is why I picked it. Also, yeah. the lyrics for it are really good. Um, and pretty inspirational. And we're just sorry. There was a blank spot there in the in the podcast while uh, Connor is looking up uh, wasted years and making sure we get a good spot in it. Uh, our good friend Duran Fernandez O'Brien, who made a guest appearance on the last pod to talk about beans, is on his way here to watch March Madness with us and to provide snacks. So Connor and I are going to we're going to listen to the second song and the third song and uh, maybe complain a little bit more about uh, uh, English Lit and Drake yeah. and. <laughs> I I personally uh, will will argue die about on beans. The, I will argue. Well, yeah, of course we could argue about beans. I will die on the uh, Drake is uh, 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 is a worthwhile artist who is maybe a little bit more uh, uh, appropriative than Bruno Mars. But are we got it? We got the Almost. exact section. We're close. This is what we should have done before the podcast and absolutely should have done. But this. we're doing it in real time because we're professionals. Right. Professionals. Yeah, professionals, that's the word. I think I got the right. All right. This video is amazing. Fantastic. I, I and uh, that's that's a perfect one to pick, Connor, because that you with the the harmonized vocals and uh, the all, all those, twin those guitar attacks, those, yeah. the the melodies. Uh, it's it's you can hear how much of a pop song that is, but yeah. it's also an Iron Maiden song. Yeah, it's recognizably rock music, but still has the pop uh, influences. So that's from. Uh, Metal is stupid because we have to subgenre <laughs> everything. 
Um, Metal is stupid. Connor Cop, 2018. I've said this so many times. <laughs> Just so many of my metalhead friends. Like, this is one of the things that uh, I do. If I'm on the podcast in the future, you'll hear it a lot. I make very blunt statements that sometimes upset people. And this is this is the, this is the hot take. This is what we fight fire with fire, Connor. This is what we do. Exactly. It's, it's the, exactly. the whole namesake of the podcast. I should probably tone it down a bit from like our shift these conversations. Yes. <laughs> we, this this is like six notches shifted down <laughs> from that conversation. Yeah. Um, but uh, is this is from the uh, it was called New Wave of British Heavy Metal, and uh, it's like the first wave was like Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. and uh, right around 1970, like right yeah. then. Whereas the and, um, Judas Priest, like mm-hmm. the big stompy ones, and breaking what, the law, breaking, breaking the law. What characterized this, especially with, Iron Man was a spearhead for this, was uh, the harmonies, mm-hmm. and that was the big deal, and because they. And that was what started to get heavy metal more into the mainstream. It was because people were like, oh, there's actual melody to this. It's not <laughs> droning, heavy, stomping. And like, like oh, there's really skill to this. Because, I, I mean, I love Black Sabbath, but here... Right, the eye of the beginning of Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, people would be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah what is going on? Yeah. It's just not as pa- it's not as accessible as Wasted Years is. Yeah, it's just, exactly. Immediately, I'm like, here's, there's a vocal melody talking about something that's relatively, Wasted Years is sort of a, 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 a topic that people can get behind. Certainly. Because we all think that we uh, uh, waste our time too much. <laughs> I certainly think that I waste well, my time too well, much. Yeah, and what they're saying is, is uh, the, line, the next line before I cut it off was, um, you know, realize you're living in the golden years. So every, it's talking about like actually what we were saying before with the what nostalgia I, yeah, machine. Yeah. Where it's like everyone's like, oh, the old days were so good. Like, no, the now is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, just shut up, stop looking back, and do now. Because yeah. you're going to waste these years. And so I'm going to... And now you're putting on... Uh, so this is going to be by Camelot. It's going to be center of the universe. I'm so excited. So Camelot, with a K. With yes. a K. Not, not King Arthur's Castle? No. Uh, Camel- no. No, Camelot was the name of what? Yeah, it was King Arthur's right. Castle. Okay, just, make, just making sure. Uh, I, I thought you meant like not spelled that way. I think I can actually start this from the beginning. Oh. But I'm going to check real quick. We're going to check. Professional podcaster, Connor Cobb and AJ bullshit. Rose... This is a little little no, bit of little Infinity bit of uh, Wars trailer came up first. The Infinity <laughs> Are we in or out on Infinity Wars? I I refuse to watch trailers now. You refu- I I love that. I think that's that's also its own podcast. Have we crossed the point of no return where trailers give away too much and like can we um, should we think, even watch trailers so, anymore? But, uh, I think hype trains have gotten out of control. I totally with, agree like, with that. With everything like I watched Black Panther, thought it was a great movie, but the hype it train was arrived. Right, like the last thirty minutes. Like I was fully on board to the last thirty minutes, and then I lost it. I was like, "It's true. It does. It drags a tiny bit." I thought it was stupendous, but and and uh, met the hype. But still, that even that is like it's it's very it's very uh, 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 unfair to any piece of art to give it that much hype. To anything, absolutely, yeah. And it's not just a, it's unfair to the audience because people say that bullshit. The audience is going to go either way. Yeah, it's unfair to the creators. Of yeah, because you're putting it on a pedestal, and like I, I understand the importance with black culture and everything. I think it's a very important movie. Yeah, and I'm not criticizing in any way the subject matter. It was more the pacing. Like the, okay, yeah, yeah. Because like the the rest of the movie was a bit more of a slow burn. And then the end was just like, we have to finish it now. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, great movie. Liked almost all of the characters. It was very relatable. I thought calling the white guy colonizer was probably the funniest thing in the movie. That is unbelievable. It was great. But this is Center of the Universe. (laughs) This is Center of the Universe by Camelot. Oh, it's fantastic.
This album cover's fantastic. Yeah. We're gonna play this a little bit longer. We have to go a little bit longer. We got the lead singer with his w- the lead singer with his wings. That's actually not him. So, so no. This is, oh. So this is from uh, the album Epica. Um, which paired with its other disc, uh, the Black Halo, is a retelling of um, the German opera Faust. Yeah, Faust. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that that uh, the angel is yes. uh, Mephisto. All right. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So this is the opening track on the album, uh, Center of the Universe. And once again, just like our first podcast, you did a great job take uh, selecting three thongs. Not three thongs. Three songs. Sorry, I Mike Tyson there for a second. Uh, three. Without the head trauma. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, uh, three songs that connect to each other, and you can see the strings yeah. that connect uh, Camelot back to Iron Maiden and what connects Iron Maiden back to Tech Nine. So you did a very good job. And, and uh, the... The other thing that I think is really important in music, uh, especially when they are more vocal centric or intelligible vocal centric, uh, is telling a story or delivering your message. And um, I also like album rock. Uh, it was by Pink Floyd, where the mm-hmm. whole album has a theme. Mm-hmm. So I really like uh, Camelot that way. And uh, so what that song is talking about is center of the universe, and um, the chorus goes. Uh, because the human heart demands to be admired, mm-hmm. and in the center of the universe, we are all alone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no other sentient species like humanity, and but someone has to admire it. Mm-hmm. So as, we, have as someone to who, as someone who constantly craves attention and admiration, <laughs> I can, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so like, and um, there are several other songs in the album that I really liked. I was thinking about doing "Lost and Damned," but this is a better "Lost and Damned." <laughs> Don't ask why, don't you cry. I want to save you from the lost and damned. Connor, we have gone for forty-one yeah. minutes. No, I'm yeah. saying this is this is impressive that yeah. we actually managed to put up forty-one minutes of content. And guess what? This one is going oh, to yeah, make we, it. It's not yeah, going to get lost in the digital sands of time. We also hit some pretty big tangents. Oh yeah, a couple of times, which were good. A review of Black Panther in the middle of this was mm-hmm. not expected, but I loved it. Also, not in the hip hop section. <laughs> <laughs> Like, in between, in between Iron Maiden and Camelot, we talked about Black Panther. <laughs> uh, so, are there any things you want to plug? Uh, you uh, you plug your friend's thing that's coming out uh, on the 18th, which by the time this post may be in the past. But yeah, um, that, that's my big one. All right. Uh, also, though, do look up if you um, liked the sound of Camelot. You should look up uh, Nightwish. There's a band called Epica, and um. Night, Nightwish, Epica, Epica, and Within Temptation. And Within Temptation. Fantastic. Uh, as always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fightingfirewithfire. Give us a like or a comment on facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. Shout out to Don Earl Brown. Shout out to the, the original Big J, Josh Davis. Oh, yeah. We got to do a podcast with them. Abs- absolutely. With uh, perhaps some sodas. And yes. uh, shout out to uh, Paul and Dave who, who uh, told me to give them a shout out on this podcast. <laughs> Paul particularly likes one episode where Sam and I talked about tall girls. Tall girls were in. Yes. They remain yes. in. But you know who else is in? Just all women. They remain in. I did a cutter, cutter, cutter. Look, I, 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 uh... I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, for Connor Cop, I'm AJ Rose. This has been Fighting Fire with Fire. We will see you guys yeah. next time. Yeah.